What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Positive Masculinity Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Rybell, and I'm here to discuss all things becoming a high-value man. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, I release a brand new episode discussing everything ranging from motivation, discipline, mindset, and fitness through to relationships, communication, self-confidence, and brotherhood. Masculinity is a super powerful force that has been misrepresented represented and misconstrued in today's society and so it is my mission to bring awareness back to what masculinity truly is and create a society full of strong powerful and valuable men now lads i have very recently launched an incredibly high value free program which is designed to help you build unbreakable discipline by getting to know yourself on a deeper level and creating a compelling future and so if you do want to get free access to this all you have to do is go to www.thepositivemasculinityproject forward slash free training I will put the link in the show description, but without further ado, let's dive into today's episode on the Positive Masculinity Podcast. Little disclaimer, not all women are bad. Okay, I want to make this very clear. There are some very, very beautiful women out there. There are some beautiful women in my life. I do not hate women. I want to make this very, very clear. I'm not a misogynist. Most people who call guys misogynists, they don't even know what a misogynist is. So they could shut the fuck up. But I'm not a misogynist, okay? And I want to make this very controversial point, but men and women are equally unequal. Men are more advanced in a number of ways. Women are more advanced in a number of other ways. Men are stronger. Women are weaker. Women are more emotionally intelligent. Men aren't. They're generalizations, but in order to speak to the masses and talk about genders and large populations, you need to generalize. There are obviously some women who are stronger than men. There are obviously some men who are more emotionally intelligent than women. But at the end of the day, men and women are equally unequal. We even each other out on the long run, but there are different levels of different things amongst men and women. And I want to make that very clear. That being said, now we can start on to number one. So, First red flag is that she demands princess treatment. Now, here's the thing. Of course, you should treat your woman like a princess. It's a non-negotiable. That's how every man should treat his woman. However, if she is demanding to be treated like a princess, if she is demanding princess treatment, what does that say about her? Why is she demanding? Is she entitled? I would say so. To me, a woman who demands and screams for princess treatment it's, it's entitlement is written all over her face and it becomes a very, very slippery slope into the world of simping, okay? Now, I've included a few screenshots here and I blurred the name out purely because I'm not here to call anyone out. However, this was a woman that was messaging me on Instagram and I thought this was a prime example because as soon as I saw these messages from her, I instantly saw red flag. So we're gonna go out for dinner, have a bit of fun, maybe have a drink before going to this party, you know, have a good time. Now, it was the night before her birthday, and she said that I had to be extra nice to her. And so over here, I, the message isn't saved, but I said, you know, what if I'm not, blah, 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 playful. She said, I'll just dip. It's my birthday. I'm not settling for anything less than princess treatment. Said, huh? Okay, you'll just dip. I said, I'd say I'm a very kind gentleman. This was her name here. And I said, I'd expect the same standard in return. Quite reasonable. I don't want princess treatment but I want respect. If I'm going to be kind to you, I expect the same in return. And instead of saying, yeah, that's reasonable, she goes, I'll be just as nice as you are. 
but since it's a special occasion, I think I should get it slightly better. Now, very, very subtle. A lot of people might look at this and think, it's not an issue at all. What's the big deal? Just be nice to her. She'll be nice to you. Have a fantastic evening. But here's the thing. Fast forward 12 months later, you're in a relationship with this lovely woman. I can tell you right now, it'd be hell. Okay. First and foremost, what she's saying here is that it's a game. If you're nice to me, I'll be nice to you. If you're mean, I'll be mean. Blah, 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 blah. Sounds like a fucking headache. Okay. Red flag. But on here, she thinks she deserves better treatment than me because it's a special occasion. Fantastic. That is a massive red flag. And so the reason why I included these screenshots is to point out the fact that sometimes these things can be incredibly subtle. It can just be a slight shift in language. But at the end of the day, these things here, they still scream entitlement. She's probably quite obsessive. I picked up those vibes. She said a few other things that I won't include. And at the end of the day, it's her way or the highway. And you do not want to be in a relationship with a woman like that. And the reality is I would have given her special treatment would have done some incredibly nice things for her, would have been very respectful, given her a fantastic evening that she would never forget for the rest of her life and probably tell her future husband about because that's just how I am. But at the end of the day, if a woman is talking like this, it, it, it's scary. It's a red flag. Avoid it. Just don't go near it. All right, gentlemen, she demands princess treatment. That is a red flag. Number two, if it wants to come up on the screen, this is one of the worst ones on the fucking book. I need a man who can handle me. Just run, run, brother. If a woman says this, turn around, start running, and never look back, okay? A woman who says, I need a man who can handle me, is almost directly implying that she is a headache. Because what kind of individual, let alone a man of high caliber, who has a lot of things to worry about, business, you know, stress, family, finances, etc., what kind of man wants to handle their woman? It sounds like having a pet that you need to be able to handle. Don't get a husky. They're, they're, they're too energetic. They're hard to handle. Why would a woman want you to be able to handle her? Really stop and think about that for a minute. What is her motive behind saying that? She wants to be the center of attention. She wants to be the most important thing in your life. And she's going to throw headache after headache and stress and problem and this and that and opinion and all this bullshit at you time after time just to see if you can handle her. Here's the thing. You are out there to provide a fantastic life for your woman. And in return, she is there to provide freedom. She is there to provide a safe space for your soul, for your spirit. So when you come home, you are free. You're free to relax. You feel safe around her. She takes care of you. And it's a beautiful relationship dynamic. But if you're there and you have to handle her, you are never, ever going to be able to switch off. In fact, you're probably going to go to your stressful business or your stressful job to escape the relationship because it's so fucking hard. Okay? So if a woman says this, just run, my friend. Just run as far as you can. And I say this because if you're watching this, you probably have ambition to become a high-value man. It's a high-value man, you know, in good shape, good emotional regulation, financial freedom, maybe own a business, all these kinds of things. Very high-level, well-respected man. Life as a high-value man, I'd imagine, because I'm on the road to it, be very, very stressful, okay? As I said, she is your safety. This woman that you are with, you are with her, she is your safe haven. She is not there to be handled. She's not there to cause you issues. She is your safe haven. 
come home. She takes care of you. Oh, did you have a good day, sweetie? I'm so glad you're home. I'm so happy to see you. None of this bull... You left the toilet seat up. You didn't put your dishes in the sink, blah, blah. You don't want a woman who you need to handle, okay? And people, as I said, the feminists are going to come out and go, you're misogynistic, blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying that a woman is there to stay at home all the time and cook and clean and take care of the kids and she's not allowed to leave the house and you go out and make money. It's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you provide for her in a way, she provides for you in a way. It's a very, very balanced dynamic and neither of you should have to handle each other. No one wants to handle anyone. People are together because their dynamic works and they complement one another and they create a beautiful relationship dynamic. Not there to handle one another. Lastly, as a high value man, if that is what you are chasing, but as a man in general, you take on a monumental level of stress so she can live a relatively stress-free life. And again, the women are going to come out and say, oh, life as a woman is so stressful, blah, blah, blah. What's their stress? What's her stress? Oh, just to cook the lasagna. And of, and of course, there are women out there who have monumentally stressful lives. I know my mother, she's probably watching this. She has a stressful life. But she doesn't have a man in her life. You see, if you are in a position where you're in a relationship, you're married or whatever it is, my opinion is, as the man, you go out, you make the money, you provide the food, the shelter, the protection, all of that for your family, the woman, so she doesn't have shit to stress about. All she has to stress about is taking care of the family on a spiritual level, making sure that you know things are clean, making sure the food's cooked, pantry's full of stuff, the home has a beautiful energy radiating around it. Yeah, that can be stressful subjectively, but in comparison to what you are trying to go out and do, take over the world, it's not stressful. And so your role is to go out and take on a monumental level of stress, take on as much of her stress as you can to give her a stress-free life and create a beautiful dynamic, okay? So if you meet a woman who says, I need a man who can handle me, turn around, Turn on the afterburners and fucking run. Simple as that. This one, very controversial. But if a woman has a high body count, in my very, very firm opinion, and I think that a lot of guys think the same and they're just too scared to say it, that's a red flag. And guess what? You get double points for this one if she says, you're just insecure. I hear so many women say online, in person, that a man is insecure because he doesn't want a woman with a high body count. If that makes me insecure, then I'm the most insecure man on the planet. And I will happily wear that title. And you know what? The women who say that thing are generally the town bikes who have got triple digit body counts and are ashamed of their actions and they can't change it and they cannot admit to themselves or the public or you that they regret their decision and they now cannot change it. And they've got to live with that for the rest of their life. And so it's a lot easier to just say, you're insecure, it's your problem, not mine, fuck you, accept me the way I am. It's a cold reality. And if any feminists or any of these women are watching this video, they're going to be seething. They're going to be furious. And you know why? Because I'm telling the truth. That's why they're going to be pissed off. And the people who agree with me are the people who have a good head on their shoulders, they're respectful, etc. We don't need to go into it. Now, there are a number of reasons why I think a high body count is a red flag. I'm going to go into them. There's obviously biological evolutionary reasons. Then there's more surface level reasons. But number one, the vast difference between men and women when it comes to sexual partners. 
is the chemicals that release in the brain. Now, when a man has sex, he gets dopamine release, he feels good. It's like eating really nice food or doing drugs, that kind of thing. Cool. Wears off pretty quickly. When a woman has sex, her brain releases more oxytocin, which is the bonding chemical. It's the love chemical. So when she has sex, she forms a bond with a person she sleeps with. And over time, what happens is her capacity to pair bond, form meaningful relationships, becomes neutralized by her brain. And so the higher the number of partners she's had, the more people that she's fucked, the less likely she is to be able to form a meaningful bond with you. Therefore, she's more likely to cheat. It's as simple as that. Or more likely to just give up on the relationship or not even try in the first place. Okay? Most importantly, ask yourself this question and genuinely ask yourself this question because some people might be okay with it, but I think 95% of guys wouldn't be. Can you see yourself marrying a girl like that? And when I say like that, I mean a girl who sleeps around with everyone, she's promiscuous, slutty, touches everyone. You get the idea. We all know girls like that. Can you see yourself marrying a girl like that? Because I, for one, know that I can't and I know that based off of experience. And- Here's the thing. This this was a very interesting thing that I realized. It can actually be less about the body count and more about the percentage. This is a very interesting thing. If a woman's been approached by 500 men and she slept with 10, so she's only slept with 2% of the guys that have approached her. Whereas if a girl's been approached by five guys and she slept with four of them, then she slept with, what, 80% of guys. Okay? And so... If you can start to really look at the percentage, and it's it's hard because you can't actually go up to a girl and say, how many guys have you fucked? How many have asked you out? You can't do that. But what you can do is pick up a vibe off a girl. Generally, as soon as you meet a girl, you can tell if she's promiscuous or not. You can just tell by her vibe. And so I try and focus more on that. Body count, it is important. If she has a really high body count, that's a red flag. But you really want to focus on her vibe, on her energy, on her mannerisms. Does she seem like a promiscuous girl? Does she seem like she'd give attention to other guys? And a very important thing to note is, does she post revealing things on social media? Dress overly revealing. Again, you'll be called a misogynistic freak or you'll be called a controlling little cunt. Whatever you want to get called by these women, it's irrelevant. In my opinion, if she posts revealing things on social media or she dresses in an overly revealing, provocative, promiscuous way, that is a red flag. That is not a woman that I suggest you end up marrying because there's got to be a part of her that is reserved purely for someone special. And she's sharing this with the whole world. What makes you special? What makes the relationship special? Nothing. So if she's got a high body count, she's promiscuous, she posts photos of her ass and her tits and everything on Instagram, and she dresses in skimpy clothes, I would say that's a very big red flag. But of course... I recommend you form your own opinion. Another red flag, very quickly, and this ties into the last one. If she's overly touchy, it's a fucking red flag, especially when she's drunk. Now, I've met girls and I've associated with women who are overly touchy with everyone and it's just it multiplied when they're drunk. To me, red fucking flag. Run away. Simple as that. If they're overly touchy, push them to the side. Don't push them, just move to the side. Never touch a woman in that way. Another red flag. She has loads of male friends. Now, we all know what that means, don't we? Look at all these sausages. Men are less drama. That's why I hang out with more of them. 
Google Translate to, men have dicks and I like getting fucked. It's as simple as that. If a girl has a lot of male friends, again, there's going to be exceptions, but generally speaking, it's because she wants to have sex with them and she probably does. Again, I've known women who have had sex with not all of their male friends, but a few of them. And they generally fit into the same bucket, promiscuous, touchy, etc. Okay. If they're friends with guys that they've slept with, again, there are exceptions and this isn't a be-all, end-all rule. But if they are friends with guys they've slept with and then they get into a relationship with you and they stay friends with these guys, red flag. They need to be cut off. Okay. The reason why, in my opinion, some women have a lot of male friends is they just want validation and attention. Now, again, I want to make this very, very clear, very clear. There are exceptions to this rule. I'm sure there are plenty of women out there who have male friends who are friends with those males purely because they're good people and they like being around them. However, general blanket statement, general rule. If a woman has a lot of male friends, she probably just wants validation and attention. And that is a red flag because she's going to continue seeking that outside of a relationship when she's in one. Think about that. The other thing I want you to think about and give this some, some serious thought. Think of any attractive female friend that you've had. Any semi-attractive female friend you've had that you haven't slept with. Now, what if she came up to you one day and said, I want to fuck you right now. I want to have sex with you. I've been wanting to for so long. Can we sleep together? 99 out of 100 guys would be on that before they even ask. And so think about it from the flip side. You might have a girlfriend. She's got guy friends. She doesn't want to sleep with them. But you know in your head that these guys are just waiting for a second to pounce on her. And it's happened to me. And I've seen it happen to other guys. You know, the girls, they keep their guy friends around. They don't cheat. They don't do anything that's not loyal. And so you can't, you can't tell them not to be friends with them because that's controlling. But they keep them around. And the second you're gone, you know exactly what's going to happen going to jump on one of these new guys, one of these guys they're friends with, and you can see it coming from a mile away. And so let's just make this very, very clear. If she has male friends, it's not a deal breaker. It's not a, a clear red flag. But if she has a lot of male friends, it's certainly there's a, a hint of red in there and you want to keep your eyes open. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. This is a massive one. And this goes both ways. This goes for men and women, but we're obviously talking about red flags and women. If she talks shit about her friends, Think about it. What kind of person talks shit about her friends? A person who can't be trusted. If she talks shit about her friends, not only can she not be trusted, she's not loyal, she's got no integrity, she probably wouldn't say the same things to their face. you got a question. If she's talking shit about her friends to you, what shit is she talking about you to her friends? That's what you got to really ask yourself. Keep that in mind. Red flag. Big red flag. Same goes for your mates. If you've got mates who talk shit about your other mates or their girls, what are they saying about you? Keep that in mind. Think about it. If she says that all my exes were cunts, that is a red flag, massive red flag, because again, it goes both ways. All of my exes, personally, they're not cunts. They had problems. I had problems. We didn't work together. It's as simple as that. Sometimes there's a stronger dynamic leaning to one side. Sometimes someone was a bigger fuckwit than the other person. But it always takes two to tango. Always. And so it goes both ways. So if she says all of her exes were CUNTs, 
All that means is she cannot take responsibility or accountability for what she did wrong in that relationship. Meaning, if you were to split up or if something goes wrong or even if you have an argument, as simple as a little argument over who's cooking dinner, she will take zero responsibility, zero accountability. And if you break up, you will be the next cunt in line of all the cunts. Okay? So if she says this, red flag. Because what you got to understand, she loved him at some point. So I've never understood the concept of saying that your ex is a fuckwit or this or that, because at some point you love that person. And yeah, you might not have seen things that you see now, but you love that person at some point. So go from so hot to cold or cold to hot. In my opinion, it's just a defense mechanism to avoid taking responsibility or accountability for what you did wrong. And most importantly, not only did she love them, she chose them. She chose that ex. She dated that person. She wasn't forced to be with that person. And so if you look at it like that and you go, huh, if all of your exes are cunts and you chose all of them, what does that make you? That would make you an idiot. That would make you a moron. Why do you continue to choose people like that? What does that say about me? You chose me. Does that mean I'm in the line of CUNTs? Think about it like that. Red flag. If she has different values, morals, and a different lifestyle to you, that is a red flag. Doesn't mean she's a bad person. It just means it's a red flag for the relationship. And it goes both ways. If she looks at you and goes, he has different values, morals, and a different lifestyle, red flag, should not date. I've been there, big mistake. Why? You cannot force a rabbit and a lion to make babies. It would be pretty fucked up if you did. I feel like that would not be enjoyable to watch. Or to even, that would be horrible, all right? If you have different values and you have different morals and you have a different lifestyle or you just have one of those differences, it's going to drive you apart. You both want to live different lives. You believe in different things. You feel different things. You have different opinions and ideas and beliefs and la, la, la. It's just going to drive a wedge between you, create resentment and drive you apart. Okay. And at the end of the day, out of the two people in the relationship, the one who's more agreeable is going to fit the mold of the other person, adapt their life to that person, and slowly build resentment. So when I say more agreeable, it's on the personality, uh, the big five personality traits. Look it up if you want to. But agreeable just means you're pretty much a people pleaser. You go with the flow. You don't want to say no to things. You adapt to different environments. And so if you have a girl who has different values, morals, and a different lifestyle to you, and she's more agreeable than you, what's going to happen is she's going to slowly start adapting to the life that you want to live because she can't actually voice her own opinions and what she wants. And over time, that's going to create resentment because she's going to step away from who she is. And then over more time, she's going to get to a breaking point where she goes, fuck, I can't be with this person anymore. And she's going to have so much resentment and so much anger towards you that you're just going to have to split up. And our last red flag, if she never, ever calls you out, I know this sounds like a dream come true. She doesn't tell you off. She doesn't start arguments. Wow. Where's this woman? It's actually a red flag. Why? She's probably a people pleaser. She can't stand up for what she believes in. She doesn't voice her opinion. If you do something wrong, she's not going to tell you. She's just going to build silent resentment. And it's going to stay silent for a very long time, years on end even. But there's going to come a breaking point. So if she never calls you out, it's, it's, it might seem like a dream come true, but it's fucking not. It is a silent killer and one day it will explode. And the reason why we need a woman to be able to call us out is because we all have blind spots. We all do things, we all say things, we all believe things, we all act in ways that are detrimental to ourselves and the people around us and the life we want to create, but we just might not know. 
And so it helps to have an extra pair of eyes, an extra perspective, an extra voice to call us out on these things to actually help us create a more meaningful, fulfilling lifestyle. Not to mention the fact that if she doesn't call you out, she's probably venting to her friends instead. She's probably chatting shit about you. She's probably venting. And what's that going to do? That's going to create resentment between her friends and you. Her friends aren't going to have a very good viewpoint around who you are because the only time that she speaks about you to her friends is when she's venting. Okay, gentlemen. So there are your red flags to look out for in women. I want to make this very, very clear. This was a negative video to a degree, but I think it's very important to understand that these are the things you need to look out for. In my opinion, women are beautiful, beautiful people. Some of the best people I know are women. They're not all bad. They're not all good. There's good and bad people everywhere you go, men, women, dogs, cats, everything in between. But I want to make it very, very clear that these are the things you need to look out for when you are seeking out a woman. And if you can avoid these things, I'm sure you will find a beautiful life partner. Gentlemen, if you have any questions, you know where to find me. Instagram link is in the description and I'll catch you lads on the next video. Lads, thanks for listening to another episode of the Positive Masculinity Podcast. I have no doubt you got a lot of value out of this and you learnt a lot. Just make sure you do not forget to apply your learnings. Now, as I said earlier, I have just released a completely free, incredibly high value program that you can access by clicking the link in the show description. You're gonna get to know yourself on a deeper level. You're gonna build unbreakable discipline and you are going to create a future that excites you. So lads, click that link in the show description. Have an incredible day and make sure that you take action towards becoming the high value man that you want to be.